<laughs> the signature sign. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Hey, I've been in a coma for the last week. Anything going on? <laughs> <laughs> Anything happening in the world? Uh, no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> not that I can think of. Uh, what is old is new again, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> gracious. In, in, in president so nicely impeached him twice. <laughs> No one does impeachments like me. My impeachments are huge. I'm so bigly on the impeachment market. They said it couldn't be done, Sebastian. They said that no president could ever be impeached twice. <laughs> Big guys, tough guys came to me in tears. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think, I think, so out of all of the surreal aspects of this past week, Oh, I think the, you're gonna make me choose. Oh no, okay, you I got know, right? okay, good. Oh, no, you can't, no, you can't choose. I mean, literally, it'd be a four-hour podcast. Um, <laughs> I think the most surreal part has been watching the clips and the compendiums of Lou Dobbs praising the yes. awesomeness the of our leader. great leader. Yeah, our most South Korean news broadcaster. <laughs> Don't you put that on South sorry, Korea? North, you know that's North, North Korea. North Korea. North Korea <laughs> Did you say all Koreans look alike, Seb? Is that what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> I can't be sure. Dang it. <laughs> mm, how's the view Pursue coming to that systemic bus? Systemic <laughs> <laughs> This bus is so tasty. <laughs> I'm eating it's a face full of it. It's not my fault. Society made me this way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? It's your fault. It's, it's Sebastian. It's someone else's fault because you were allowed to believe That's that, right. that, that all Koreans look alike, right? <laughs> that was actually that kind of takes the cake for the slowness of the it does. I, You're right. As I think about, it, I mean, because it's almost like you have to break up since the last time we talked. I think it's been about two weeks. Like you almost have to break it up into three day sections. Like what's been the <laughs> most surreal? It's you know what it's like, Sebastian. It's like in high school how they just made up superlatives so that everybody got a superlative, like mm-hmm, everybody mm-hmm. in the class needed to get one. Um, I feel like it's like that because you can have like the most batshit crazy moment and the most surreal moment and the most boldface outright lie. Mm-hmm. Um, the person most likely to bring a gun on the house floor, like, you know, just <laughs> all of the different superlatives. <laughs> and the bad part is like you have people who were tied. <laughs> yeah, a lot of ties. A lot of ties. Man, oh man. It's it's. I mean, it's in a race both, to the bottom. It is amazing how how there are how there can be multiple ties, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole GOP at this point is is essentially admitting to being co-conspirators by not treating the trial as if there's any chance they will convict. You know, I've watched a lot of Law and Order in my life, <laughs> and I know for a fact that the, the way that the Republican senators are acting of jurors would be. Enough to have the, it's enough to have a mistrial. Yeah. Like, and then, I mean, late breaking news, apparently some cabal of Republican senators is actually meeting with the defense team to help them with strategy. Yes. And I think to myself, not what a wonderful world. The Louis Armstrong song doesn't come to mind. (laughs) Inappropriate. (laughs) I need an adult. (laughs) Like... I mean, it's kind of like that scene from uh, Mean Girls, right? Where Lindsay Lohan is like, the limit does not exist. Mm. The limit does not exist. Like, does not exist. 
it does not exist. Like you, you, oh, you think there's a floor and in actuality, it's just a reflection of the abyss above you. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think to the arguments of the first impeachment is like, well, you know, they're trying to overturn the will of the elected people. Yeah. And I'm like, well, but wait a minute. The, <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I'll, if you want to go down that place, it's like, but isn't the will of the elected people being overturned by the will of the elected people? Cause didn't they vote in uh, the, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a batshit crazy thing. You don't even want to justify the loop, but I think now it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. you can't, you can't, you, you can't impeach him now because that would be overtelling the will of the people. And you can't impeach him now because the will of the people have already spoken. Yeah. Well, my favorite was McConnell who blocked uh, the um, impeachment from going forward until he was out of office saying, mm. well, no, you can't impeach him because he's out of office. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, for those of us who are fans of college basketball, like we were watching the political equivalent of the North Carolina four corners before the shot clock. Like we'll score, we'll stop the other team from scoring, and then we'll hold the ball for the remainder of the game. We I just see. won't attempt another shot for the <laughs> remaining 38 minutes of the game. Wow, that must have been a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a grinding slog through mediocrity. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, I, of course, I'm taking it to the extreme. They didn't do it that bad, but I mean, it was nothing for that North Carolina team to hold the ball for three or four minutes just passing it. Mm. It got a name. It was called the Four Corners Offense, and and you know to see to see it get rewarded like that. I mean, I, I know with the current political dysfunction, it's it's it, it was going to be rewarded. Inevitable, but, yeah, I know. I mean, at some point, it's still you, so disheartening. I mean, well, and and by the way, we have to be outraged and disheartened because otherwise, yes. we have definitely lost. Yeah, everything. yeah, exactly right. Mm. But but they're killing your children. Yeah, yeah, uh, they <laughs> yeah. do that. Exactly. Well, you know, it's just a thing they do. Listen, GOP go to GOP, baby. I mean, you know, if I got upset every time the GOP tried to kill my children, I never (laughs) stopped being upset. (laughs) Right? Like, you know, but you're right. You know, you you do need to. But I think there's. I mean, when you talk about McConnell and you know the four corners offense to keep the trial of the impeachment, I mean, I think that's something similar um, with just our mental health. Like they just they just hit you with so much stuff that normal things that you'd react to independently would be enough to like any one thing the GOP does is enough to outrage you. And they're just like, you know what, let's just do it. What's that mean? Can't we have both? <laughs> let's just do it all at the same time. Let's run the board. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it is. I, I said to somebody the other day, I'm like, you know what, when, when, when the knowable is now framed as being unknowable, unknowable, you know, it's Republican o'clock. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, oh, it's that, is that time of the day, you know, oh, that's what, funny. what could we possibly, what could we possibly do? And then, you know, um, although I'm happy to know that the six senators, including Cassidy, who I didn't really expect from Louisiana um, to vote, you know, the six senators who voted for the constitutionality yeah. of something that really wasn't their question to answer. Like, I nope. think, I think. I think what's the term? I'm going to make up a word here, Sebastian. I think they uh-huh. just senate explained it. Like <laughs> they, they they just senate explained constitutionality. Like you're not judges, and you don't sit. Like you don't determine what's constitutional. I remember. Listen, I remember the the Schoolhouse Rock, That's and there right. were three branches of government. That is and correct. I think one is specifically named for the fact that they handled judicial shit. 
Oh, I thought that was their after named after the musical group. <laughs> I get it now. It's, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I see awkward. what they did there. You know, I mean, the idea that, but I think that's all. And on top of Senate-splaining, I think that's just the height of arrogance to assume that, you know, we as the Senate or the Republicans in the Senate can sit in judgment over what is constitutional or not. Like, that's, that's actually, ridiculous. I, mean, I mean, aside from the bullshit argument of Rand Paul, like, I think a lot of people didn't really make as big a stink about the separation of the branches of government. Like, if the if the Supreme Court was like, you know what, we're just going to start passing laws, not judging laws. <laughs> exactly. I mean, why don't we just cut out the middle, man? If, we, if we're judges, we know what's constitutional. We should just pass the laws, right? How do you Wouldn't like it be so much quicker? judges? <laughs> Wouldn't it be so much better? Right? So, yeah, that there was that. What else? I mean, my goodness. Well, it's, last time we talked was what two weeks ago, I think, right? Uh, it was. It was Tuesday. So, like, what eight days ago? Nine eight days, days ago. ago. Nine, nine days. Days. Okay. Yeah. It, so it does feel it, like several weeks. It does. It does. Yeah. This. It's you. You know, someone, someone at work. Uh, we have an internal Slack channel. They were like. You know, and it still annoys me to see this to have someone say, "Well, I had no idea that this many people were, you know, espousing racist views or were vote for racist." And I'm like, "I, I, I get really? it. I mean, I, I, I kind of understand. I mean, thank you for sharing. Yeah. I appreciate that. But you know, at this point, it's not about. It's, it's more in my mind about the. And I was reading an article on Politico about this. They talk about the mass radicalization like the insurrection is not a blip and i think no there's this i mean obviously the gop wants to pretend it never even happened um you know and i i wonder what the texas law books in 20 years are going to talk about it's going to be like "Mm, there was january 3rd and it was january 7th we just canceled four days in in 2021 (laughs) nothing happened (laughs) nothing to see here um yeah that's what i mean by keeping the outrage going yes we we have to make sure that this is that this is uh, you know how history gets recorded is is accurate because they will definitely erase it. I, well, there's um, David yeah. Roberts on Twitter. I think he's a journalist. Uh, what is he? He's got a new cults about clean energy and politics. So okay. I, I follow him. Um, anyway, <clears throat> he just he put it really well because he's like has a thread. I won't read the whole thing, but essentially uh-huh. he said like it's it's painful to read Twitter right now because everybody wants the merits of the impeachment case to matter and they want the truth to matter and decency to to win around, mm. but it's not going to happen. And then he he lists off, you know, it didn't matter. Truth didn't matter when they stole the two thousand election. Mm. Truth didn't matter when we uh, we uh, wandered into the global economic meltdown in two thousand eight, um, which was made mm. worse by their deregulation. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't matter when they've worked systematically suppress the minority vote, uh, put asylum-seeking children into border gulags, or <laughs> utterly to prepare for and respond to a pandemic that's killed more Americans in World War II. It just goes on and on and on. And he, he ends with, merit doesn't matter. Simple human decency doesn't matter. Only power matters. Either yeah. Democrats pass substantial democracy reform in the next two years, or we're very likely to pass a point of no return into authoritarian single-party rule. Because yeah. it is not over, right? Like the six was just the latest peak of their uh, hmm. their power grab, and they they don't have any conscience. They don't have any limits. They they don't yeah. care. They just want power. And I, you know, at some point in time, and I and I'm actually a little encouraged by 
some of what I see coming out of the Biden administration, like finally the Democrats are not going to kick or try to kick the Lucy football. You know, mm-hmm. I think for those of us who were aware of what was happening with some of the Obamacare arguments, it's like, oh, well, if you just keep negotiating with Republicans, eventually they'll come to the table because they have hu- their constituents are humans as well. And I'm sure they want health care for their human constituents. And, you know, what ended up with, you know, th- and also thanks to Joe Lieberman, you know, was just a was just not what was there. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Biden is embracing not necessarily the bare knuckles aspect of it, because I don't think that's the operative. I don't think that's his, uh, you know, default operative stance. But I do like the idea that, you know, what White House is signaling that, you know, we're prepared to do this with 51. You know, it's not what we want to do, but I'm, I just I hope the negotiation runway. Yeah, and I'm seeing the negotiation runway is just much, much smaller and, and narrower as we're, yeah. we're shorter. Um, and I think that's probably the other thing that Republicans are a little bit scared about because they used to be able to hold out the yeah. fake olive branch. Right. And now, you know, lo and behold, <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Yeah, yeah, 897 yeah. times, you know, <laughs> yeah. you won't get 898. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, and I, I think that's, that's also a Republican scare tactic, right? Like it's, and I think it seems to be the perfect storm converging against Republicans, right? Because I agree. It's, I agree. It's it's what I just talked about. The whole we're not going to go for the football. We're prepared to do it alone. Um, you've shown us how to you. You have shown us the Palpatine way. I how learned it from you, GOP. <laughs> I learned it from you, McConnell. But right? you know, and the other thing is the other element of the perfect storm is that their base is fragmenting because they're they're not crazy enough for the Trump base, and they never will be. And then they're also shedding all the small C conservatives who are just disgusted by their behavior. The, the people who had a sh- who, who at least weren't just pretending. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, I read, um, you know, that there is a group of, you know, I guess, former never Trumpers, some combination of the Lincoln Project that are really articulating, trying to build a third party. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm actually kind of I'm actually hopeful for the building of the third party. Um, I just don't know that. I just don't I just don't see it right now. Like the the, the Pied Piper that Trump is, is just. Yeah. But really, I mean, holy I sweat. You know, it, um, the, the loudest, uh, subsegment of any political, whatever population, let's say, cause forget about party lines, just like, mm. you know, um, is always going to have outsized power until their, um, their position becomes, uh, unacceptable to the, yes. to the quieter, larger part of that, that population. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they're, they are. In the in this very moment, they are crossing the Rubicon into, you know, too crazy for the majority of people in the Republican Party. Um, and and I think they're they've been emboldened because prior to this, there wasn't a Rubicon to cross. That's right. Well, I mean, no, there was there were they kept them fairly in check. They were. I mean, the thing is that they were playing with that fire. Because they were, they were giving them a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more every every cycle. Like the Tea Party mm-hmm. was crazier than the silent majority, which was crazier than the blah, 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 right? I mean, yeah. every iteration has gotten a little bit more nutty. Mm. Um, mm. And, and they, you know, they finally, they finally <laughs> gave them too many snacks. And yes. now, now they think they own the whole store. And, you know, again, it's 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 a shocking number of people, but it's still... A, uh, a relatively small segment of the, of the population, and especially like you even see it in, you know, in a microcosm in the 
uh, in the the mob that that stormed the Capitol, right? As they arrest them, they're going like, "Well, I didn't know I was going to do that that day." I mean, there was a bunch of us, and I just, mm. you know, I didn't know it was illegal to go. I mean, some of them are, are lying. Some of them yes. are genuinely just idiots, right? I mean, yeah. that's how a mob works. There's no, yeah. there's no brain power being activated. It's just this weird, like multi-human organism mm, yes <laughs> with a yes. very low iq well and i think for 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 those of us who deal with a little bit of technology obviously you know you more than me in terms of you know computers and how they learn like it's interesting because normally i the can more teach you about computers just like, yeah. <laughs> exactly right <laughs> but, but the idea is that normally the more power that you have or the more cpus that you have or in this case i'm going to make a leap the more brain power that you give a computer the smarter it acts and I think what I hear you talking about is the fact that mob mentality is the exact opposite of that. Like, even yeah. though you have a lot of brains, like somehow there's a collective dumbing down yeah. Yeah. on what happens, which is, again, well, counterintuitive for anyone who's studying computer It's the in-person right? version of, of trolling online, right? Online behavior is terrible because there's this yeah. perception that I'm anonymous or I'm never going to mm. see the person I'm tormenting or whatever. Mm. There's this There's this unconscious feeling that, uh, there's not going to be consequences, and I and therefore I'm letting myself off the hook. I, I'm not yeah. worried about what's gonna what's gonna happen to me, and that's what you saw. Like all those yeah. people, here we go, here we go into the Capitol building. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm waiting for my pardon. Yeah, exactly. Right? Did it show up yet? I'm looking for the <laughs> keep your government hands off my stimulus check. <laughs> It's only a matter of time before we see that science. Oh yeah, it's yeah. only a matter. I'm of sure time. it exists somewhere. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, I want to. I want to rotate really quickly back to um, something I was talking to my because I actually remember the train of thought um, when they said that they were unsure and like you know that they didn't know that this was happening and so many people were racist. I'm like, you know, the problem with the insurrection is not well, is not only that it happened. But the idea is that there's a certain segment of the population who wants it to go away, not just the GOP, because it was so traumatic and so scary to think. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if you guys are around in Loma Prieta, but the earthquake was bad, but the aftershocks sucked as well. Mm -hmm. Like, because <laughs> the aftershocks were even worse because you thought everything had settled. Yeah. And the earth is like, mm, no, I got something for you. Yeah. And so it's this idea of, and, and, you know, I think, you know, there's certain psychiatrists and psychologists who talk about the idea of, you know, trauma always makes you feel like you're, you know, you have no stability. And I think maybe, maybe let's just call it, Sebastian, people are, are straight up traumatized and they're looking oh, for, sure. for any sign of stability. Yeah. And, you know, in the absence of real stability, they will latch on to, well, it was just a blip. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure that will never happen again. I mean, even Linda Mc Lisa, Lisa Mikarski, the senator from Alaska, is like, well, I'm sure Trump could never get elected again. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Because that's interesting. Oh, man. What a <laughs> Well, you know, I, I feel that. I feel so that none of history is how much you know. Is that am I pretty getting, much? Yeah. Pretty much. So your history starts eight minutes ago. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, the idea that I mean, but if I you know, and I'd love the 2021 Lisa Mikowski to have a conversation with 2015 Lisa Mikowski and just let her know that mm, you're gonna say some stupid shit in about six years. <laughs> um because be well, I mean, but I, I think the other aspect is this is the justification, right? If if there's no way that he could ever be elected, then oh, sure, why do yeah. we need to punish him? Yep. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're desperately um, negotiating with themselves. The, one who, yes. the ones who are, who are, you know, actually trying to 
figure out some way to be okay with their decision, mm. right? They're, you know, the ones who are saying, oh, well, if we convict them, it'll tear the party, uh, sorry, tear the country apart. Like, mm. you noticed what's going on? <laughs> it mm. happened when, when there was an insurrection. <laughs> so you mean by tearing apart <laughs> more? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Tear apart? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Um, but I mean, you, I mean, if I look at, you know, like a Ben Sass, who I think has now been censured by uh, the Nebraska Republican Party, if I look right. at Cassidy, who I think is on the cusp of being censured for Louisiana, if I look mm -hmm. at Murkowski, who's definitely going to be censured, maybe not Alaska, because I know Alaska has a kind of like Maine has a large independent streak. Yeah, I think Collins is probably like Arizona censured. Yeah, um, Doug uh, Ducey, Cindy yeah. McCain, and yep. uh, I forgot who the third one was. Uh, um, was it Cinema? No, because she's a Democrat, right? I don't think they. Oh, then yeah, duh, yeah. Yeah, but it was the um, but it was I was yeah, I know what you mean. It was a third person in the Republican, yeah. um, who got censured there. Um, and it was just like, oh, maybe it was the Secretary of State. I don't know. It was it was definitely Cindy McCain and definitely the governor. Um, but yeah, this idea that, um, you know, people who were on the fence and and I will give begrudgingly a slight amount of credit to Ben Sass and to. Cassidy for saying this, obviously one good vote or one good speech doesn't. For having, for having a single vertebrae <clears throat> in their I, back. Exactly, right? Like, <laughs> you know, listen, you got to meet people where they at, Seb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, you know, the idea is that notice who said that, you know, people who are in incredibly deep red states or yeah. people who are retiring, right? Retiring, like Sherrod Brown. Yeah. Um, and I think, who's the other one? Tillis in North Carolina, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, the... I think there's a lot of fear out there about what a <laughs> about what a president who is not bound by a 24-hour news cycle and cameras and security will do in his office of the ex-president down in Mar-a-Lago, right? Like the the and again, it's profiles and cowardice. I'm not excusing yeah. it. I'm just trying to know and understand why someone who is clearly who who clearly should not hold as much power as he does. And maybe it's about, you know, the whole bully concept, right? Like as, at some point you do have to stand up to the bully. You may get hit, you may get pushed again. Yeah. And maybe they're, they're and I think that's the other part. I think Republicans seem to want to end the bully without any conflict. That's like right. may, maybe if the bully just moved. If we're nicer to him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think, I think they call that um, appeasement. If I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Went well before. Um, well, you know, I, you know, I think going even back to what you're talking about in terms of making fun of Lisa Mikowski, like Linda, Lisa, Lisa Mikowski, right? Yeah, Mikowski, you know, yeah, yeah. I think people forget that World War One was called the war to end all wars. Like, clearly, there could never be another global conflict because we've learned from this. Right. That's so right. if the idea is that there could be a global conflict that kills millions upon millions of people, it is not beyond the realm of possibility that some bad actor who wants to get back in power. And if he can, at this point, I think it's really Trump's strategy to delay, delay until he can get reelected. Yeah. Like that's, I think that's his, that's really his only out. And if we treat it as that, then we can understand his movements. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that was the, you know, overturning the or, or delaying the electoral vote count too. that that strategy was no more complex than just like, uh, you know, cast cast doubt on the process to the point where it doesn't yes. actually like happen. <laughs> yeah. 
It's, yeah. It really was a cross your fingers strategy, but you know, I mean, and and the idea that I, mean, I don't know if we talked about this. Maybe we did. I'm not sure if it was you or someone else, but the idea was, you know, to hear the senators proclaim that you know we should look to the 1877 compromise, right? It's like, no, we definitely should not. That was a bad thing. And yeah. and to your point, you know, this idea of if I can just muddy the waters enough then people will forget that at some point in time, the waters were actually pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, well, we, we, there are a lot of people who are wondering about the security of this election. So we owe it to them to, Mm. they're wondering because you're saying something happened with evidence. Amazing how that, how that loop comes in. Right. uh, It's well, you know, I think the, and I think there seems to be a strain of, similarity through all the GOP that everything that happens is unrelated to the second that came before it and will be un and will not have an impact on the second that came after it. Right. There's just no ability. Again, everything is unknowable. How can we possibly tie, you know, childhood health to adult obesity? Like, what are you talking about? Like, how can we possibly make that link? Like, how can we possibly tie um, distrust in elections to be saying that this election cannot be trusted? Yeah. Um, yeah. I may have said that, but I mean, people, you know, people were allowed to believe their own thing. <laughs> Sebastian, right? <laughs> it's so infuriating to see it happening right out in the open and it's still fooling people. Like, that's just like, really? Like, uh, You're no not even. critical thinking skills <laughs> None. at all? None. I mean, it really does point to, you know, I, I've, and I know that it's going to be a multifaceted problem, but I would offer that one of the things we have to look at, and I'm not a huge fan of federalizing everything at the states. Um, but I think, I'm just going to say it, I think our education system needs to be federalized in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form with with yeah. stronger, like a stronger, you know, not necessarily common core, because I think that was a, a weak, I think that was a, I think it was a good idea that had no power, no enforcement. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there needs to be some standard of, hey, listen, this is 80% of what you need to teach kids. And if you know, if you're in Nebraska or Kansas and you have an agrarian economy, then yeah, you can teach a little bit more about farming or something else. But <laughs> this is how we will talk about slavery. Right. This is exactly. how we will talk about. Exactly. There needs to be a core <laughs> curriculum that is, is you're right. It's primarily history and, and yeah. uh, civics, basically. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how does the, how, here's the user manual mm. for, for this country. And here's all <clears throat> the things that went wrong when we mm-hmm. ignore the user manual. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And yeah, so I mean, let's, let's see. So I, I have, so I've been. I think you and I have both been like buried under work. I had a whole bunch of demos. I know, you know, you're just forever busy. So I have not actually had an opportunity to really watch too much of the trial. No, neither have I. Um, no, and 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 almost. actually, I think I, I'm. It's kind of purposeful because, um, you know, the verdict has been phoned in. Clearly, you know, at best, maybe you're going to have. I actually think it was going to be a surprise. I actually think we might end up getting to like. The betting markets, I don't know if they're going to take a bet on this anymore. I think it's actually going to be close to 58 senators. And, I, and, and here's why. Here's why. Hmm. I think that McConnell behind the scenes is whipping enough senators to show that the Republicans took it seriously without seriously damaging Trump. And that's I just I just see McConnell that's doing that in the background just yeah. because, you know, and I think McC- even McConnell's evolution, I guess, is somewhat interesting because clearly as a creature he went um, from slime mold to single cell 
organism. The single-celled amoeba, right? The, well, I think the idea is that um, people who want power understand that there needs to be a system in place for which to take power of, right? And I think right. McConnell's fear is Trump is going to burn it all down, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, going yeah. to include the thing that I like to run. That's right, for sure. So I, I think it's I think it's extremely and egregiously self serving. I don't of think there's course. an altruistic bone in his body. No, but I think that there may not he, be any bones in his. The, body. He, he might be Montgomery Burns. He might be the living embodiment <laughs> of true. Montgomery Burns. Right? Um, sounds. <laughs> See my vest. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, our fan is going to Google uh, Mr. Burns, see my vest, and they're going to crack up because I did it earlier today. <laughs> um, you might actually do it later on. You will also crack up. But yeah, I th- I, so I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be 50, what I say, 58? I think maybe 57. I think it's going to be 57 senators that are going to vote um, to do this. And they're going to be senators from purple states and senators who are up in 24. Um or senators who were just elected and have nothing to worry about. Like, I think, right. you know, Collins, clearly, she's probably going to vote to convict. Obviously, Mitt Romney's going to vote to convict, I think. Sass, yeah. probably, because um, so, uh, those three are dead. Yeah. For Cassidy, I'm, I don't see Cassidy doing that. I think his, his vote was like, I'll vote for the constitutionality of it, but I'm definitely not going to vote to convict, guys. Right. I it's don't, possible. Yeah. I mean, I did also see a take from Bill Crystal as as okay. uh, as unreliable as he is, um, but <laughs> and he does start the tweet for what it's worth. So um, he's thinking likely guilty votes: Romney, Sass, Toomey, mm. Collins, Murkowski, and Cassidy. Mm. So that's the same six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And maybe t- maybe he, Tillis he adds in could vote guilty McConnell. Okay. So he clearly thinks you yeah. like you that McConnell's playing both sides of this in a very self-serving way. Mm-hmm. Shelby, Burr, Inhofe, mm-hmm. Capito, Grassley, Portman, Cornyn, Tillis, Sullivan, Barrasso, and Hoven. Now, wow. yeah, he's saying, I mean, th- those are the could. So he's saying if, if, you know, best case we get to 68, but I think he's smoking crack. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Um, I think he's actually smoking a concentrated form of crack, like super yeah. crack, super crack, <laughs> super crack. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, in a in a wonderful world, you know, that could happen. I I I just don't see it. Well, actually, no. Let's let let us let us pontificate. Does McConnell either whipping votes behind the scenes? Does McConnell give them cover enough cover? I don't. Oh, man, I don't know how to. I don't know how to, I mean, he must be hoping that he can have the GOP weather this storm and somehow like keep uh, the MAGAs on board while not capitulating to their demands that would destroy the, mm-hmm. the, the, the basic mechanism of power. Because I mean, you know, if they're too destructive, then the, the country's own immune system kicks in. We've seen that, right? I mean, yes. the, Judiciary has protected us from the worst of Trump's successes over and over mm-hmm. again. Even judges that mm-hmm. <laughs> appointed, mm-hmm. like there, there is a natural superorganism that is the the constitutional democracy of the United States, right? And yeah. It, it, you know, so he's. I, I just don't. I mean, I don't know. He's he's really, unfortunately, very good at what he does, but I can't figure out how to to do that because it, you know, like. That, that needle is just too small. Right. Marjorie Taylor Greene is is like 
uh, is backing off of the Q craziness and that will probably lose her some support, right? Like, I think the term I heard is quino. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or Q, Q in Q name Q only. Right. Exactly. God. <laughs> Newsmax. Uh. For when Fox just isn't bad shitty enough for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. I mean... So I, and maybe, you know, again, I'm just throwing out topics. We can stay or go as we so choose. But I'm, I was interested to get your take on the quote unquote cancel culture, right? It's amazing how, you know, it's amazing how the people claim they're being canceled are on TV all the time claiming that they're being canceled. I don't yeah. quite get that. Don't care. I, no, don't, I'm don't being care. suppressed again by my book about being suppressed again. And yes, I'm going to be speaking at this college about being suppressed again. Yeah. Um but I, you know, I, even one, I think she's just a, an abhorrent human being. And so I got into an argument with a buddy of mine. The other day. He's like, yeah, man, this, this cancel culture. I'm like, well, first of all, let's call it consequence culture. Um, yeah. Because somehow the idea that you can be, can say anything, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Like there's a pretty well-established legal as well as societal idea that you just can't do stuff and expect no right. consequences from it. I said, but you know, Listen, I, I was 21 once. I said, you were 21 once. I was talking to my buddy. I'm like, we probably don't want to be judged on the shit we did when we were 16. I said, but if we'd done the same shit at 16 that we did at 49, probably, you know, there's 33 years of doing this stuff. And, you know, if we were holding Marjorie Taylor Greene accountable for things she did as an 18-year-old or as a 20-year-old or even as a 40-year-old, maybe, you know, there's some things I said, but she said this shit like six months ago in the middle of the campaign cycle. Yeah. Like, you know, the ink isn't even a year old yeah. on the paper. So let's not claim canceled culture. Like there seems to be a time element missing for canceled culture, I think is, and it was my comment back to him. I'm like, you know, you don't, you don't get to say you're being canceled shit you said a year ago. No, <laughs> no. No, and also just context, right? I mean, yes. you, know, uh, you know, if if you if you're running for office and it turns out that you murdered somebody ten years ago, <laughs> that yeah. probably should be taken into consideration. It probably should be. Well, I mean, you know, even or if you imply that you would murder somebody, right? I mean, let's go back to Marjorie Taylor Greene's campaign post where she had three members of a squad while she was posing with a gun yeah. and saying yeah. and claiming that she's the squad's worst nightmare. Yeah. Um, you know, the dogs are covering their ears with their paws from the loud from the loudness of the dog whistle. Yes. Like, you know, again, and, and you know, you and I joked about, you know, the 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 comp- the class and not apology. Well, I apologize if if, if anything I said hurt somebody. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, they're not upset because you people are not upset at you because you didn't hurt them. <laughs> no. no. And also, Seth, can we really get into the idea that maybe the person who does the oppression and is offering the apology does not get to determine how long the person being apologized gets to feel bad about it? That <laughs> does seem a little, it does seem a little odd. Well, I mean, I apologize, Snowflake. Why can't you get over it? God damn. <laughs> are you going to hold, <laughs> Seth, are you going to hold this Nazi thing over my head for the rest of my life? <laughs> can't a brother grow? <laughs> for a Nazi, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, but that's what it feels like, you know. You would you look in the uniform. Now. I, you know what, brown on brown, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but that, but that's what it feels like, you know. Somehow, and I think you hit upon it. There's this complete lack of context. Like somehow, everything is, you know, every, and we've seen it before, right? You know, cry more, live. Like everything's a joke. Can't you take a joke? 
Yeah. Of course I can take a joke. I'm one of the funniest motherfuckers I know, but you were serious. <laughs> <laughs> you were not smiling when you said that. There was no. not a laugh before, nor a laugh after. <laughs> no. Or nor did you say, Am I right? Or <laughs> yeah. deal. You, just, you didn't put in any of the joking things that clearly are t- you didn't put a smiley emoji after it, a winky with the stuck out tongue. You did none of that. <laughs> you got caught. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the real thing, right? There, it's just yeah. it's whatever. Trying to squirm out of the trap, basically, out of the consequences. Like once, once, once you get exposed, and and a lot of it has to do with uh, the shifting um, uh, norms, right? I yes. Mean, this is a lot of the the outrage about cancel culture is just like yeah, the lines moved quite a bit in the last five it to ten really years. Has. It really <laughs> has. Um, and you know, thankfully, it, thankfully, yes. Let's say that part, Steph. Like. And I think the idea is that I did, the line moved, but I didn't want it to. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, what's that? What's that doctor? What's that? Uh, Austin Powers. Well, I want to tie it. My daughter's solid gold, baby. But it ain't going to happen. Like, you know, you don't get to you don't get to control the line. And maybe that's the whole idea of, you know, sometimes privileged cultures like, well, right. I was well, very comfortable with the line where it was. Yes. When, when my group was totally in control <laughs> of where the line was. Yes. Yes. I was very comfortable. You know, but and now I need to suspend. <laughs> right. The fact that others are getting input into where the line is, I am not happy with. Mm, no bueno. Oh my God. I even said the word bueno. See, they're infecting me. Like, you know, that's the whole idea of um, taco trucks on every corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, so those taco trucks actually are full of uh, migrants from the caravan. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> from the caravan. Oh my it's god, it's embarrassing. It, it it is, but I'm I'm actually I'm actually glad because it's starting to bring. You know, Kimberly and I were talking about this the other day. Like the 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 mistake the Republicans have made and and continue to make. Um, is that they are now activating people who were against them, but not necessarily loud. Like they're activating the silent majority right. against them. Yep, yep, yep. And and I think it goes to something. That's what you I mean by like just just a little too far beyond. Just a bit. Just a just uh, just a smidge. Uh, just a smidge too much coriander spice, you know. And and. And yeah, you know, the it goes to something you said um, a couple of weeks ago. I think where you know the the dumb people really don't want the smart people to be activated on this. No, nope. and, and they definitely don't want the smart people to stay activated on this. Right. Like, because that's you know that's the I think that's the I think that's the death knell, and it goes kind of going back to what we talked about before. Like, okay, you have a shrinking base. Um, you know, good good luck you know, trying to get a lot of those bills that have been introduced in terms of trying to restrict voter rights. Like even the woman, uh, oh my goodness, in Gwinnett County, who's like, you know, Gwinnett County, Georgia, um, who talked, who literally said, um, we need to change some of these laws so we can have a chance to win. Exactly. <laughs> ah. Oh boy. Freezing. <laughs> well, yeah, but you also understand clearly, one, who missed media training. Um, yeah that day yeah and two you know the idea that it goes to what you were talking about with the um, with the capital mob like there's just no idea that what they said was wrong like mm-hmm. it's stupid it's ignorant but it's missing the idea that that is actually abhorrent as an elected official 
who was responsible for administrating elections to say, we need to change these rules because, man, my team doesn't have a hope in hell in winning. Yeah. <laughs> this is just going out on Fox, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Are you recording this? <laughs> well, well, as we all found out in Georgia, it's a one-party state. <laughs> so if one party agrees to the taping, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, somebody uh, pointed out that that um, I think Josh Hawley said on the floor that um, the you know the only he was only beholding to to the people who voted for him, basically, in, in so mm, many words, mm, and that yes. that is that's fundamental to the the breakdown of the GOP is that they 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 gave up on uh, the whole idea of, of like the, once you're elected to government, you are representing all of the people mm-hmm. in your district. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, at least all of the right people or all of the good people. Right. It's, um, but yeah, I think, and, and, and I also think there's a little bit of tone deafness. I mean, I know these are only two examples, but you know, the fact that QAnon shaman, was suffering in prison because he wasn't getting organic food. I think got moved to Virginia. Like, yeah. had he had, like, it's, I, I want to go to the mirror universe where Q Shaman is actually a brown guy. And I want to see that response yeah, 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 when yeah. he asks for organic food. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you can you get don't. an organic boot in your gut about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and, and I think we know this in our court. The, the, what's the other one? The lady who, um, Oh my goodness! She had a she want she was arrested, and, but she had a pre-planned um, corporate trip to Mexico, um, yes. and yeah, she was, you know, was allowed. Was allowed to go. You know, or the <laughs> fact that we just don't know where the fuck Kyle Rittenhouse is right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it went to, so uh, it turned out that the prosecutor, I think, told him to put a different address because for his own personal safety. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, they they just had a you know a hearing before the judge. The judge said, "Okay, well, you have to give us your real address, but you don't have to tell." tell yeah. No, yeah, you don't have to tell the prosecution. Just tell the mm. court. Yes. So, so okay. the cops and the and the DA don't know where he is. Okay. Um, <laughs> that seems so, fine. Okay. You know, I know of people who are out on bail who actually have this thing called an electronic bracelet. And it kind of monitors where mm-hmm. you are. I've heard of those. Yeah, it's a, apparently it's something called um, GPS technology. I'm looking mm-hmm. it up on the interweb right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it can locate you within 10 feet. And apparently you can also restrict who has access to that information. So theoretically, an officer of the court um, could keep up with that. I mean, but, you know, I'm just. It seems here. reasonable. Yeah, it's well, it's, in that case, no. If it seems reasonable, clearly we, we should not do this. <laughs> well, I mean, it also seems reasonable for somebody who is on bail for $2 million for, for I think, second-degree manslaughter, if I remember correctly. No, second. Was it? I think it was second-degree manslaughter he's up on. I forgot the manslaughter charge. I don't, I don't think it's murder, though. I don't think No, it's which murder. is pretty ridiculous in, in and of itself. <laughs> well, you know, to end suffering and desire, Sebastian, I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it, Again, just example after example after example after example. And um, although I am heartened to see the number of arrests starting to tick up um, from the FBI in terms yeah. of yeah. Uh, you know conspirators and insurrectionists. So I think that's going to be a nice steady drumbeat all the way through because I don't know if people realize how the FBI works, um, but they get the people who are the guiltiest 
to help them expand the yes. net. <laughs> right? This is yeah, and these these are not hardened criminals who uh, resist. You know the process uh, of- exactly, right? So you mean I can get less time, and all I got to do is tell you the people that were with me. Yeah, that's it. Oh well, in that okay, case, it was, my, yeah, yeah, it was my Uncle Mike, it was my Uncle Bob, uh, it was my mom, you know. And and oh, and I think here, hand me my phone. I'll show you the yeah, exactly. Right. So basically, every contact except this, these two. Yeah, this is my <laughs> dentist. He was not there. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting going on. Uh, so here's the thing: Michael Lindell is the executive of a public company. Mm-hmm. Does he even get as far as he got right now? It's shocking. Yeah, it it's is the shocking. Peter Principle, right? He he definitely failed forward. That's true. Um, it's true. Did you see that the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas kids have started uh, um, a, a pillow company called Good Pillow? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't even need a pillow and I'm going to have to buy one. I know. Same. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I, I saw the Pillow Cube commercial a couple of years. I was like, oh, I want that. But I was like, no, no, I think I need to save my pillow money for this one. Um, well, it, it, you know, it's... <sighs> What I and I'll, I think you and I might have texted it, but I don't think we had spoken in time. Like the idea that Newsmax is now reading the statement from their lawyers when yeah. Linda was on there. Like we just want to point out for the record that what you are saying is batshit crazy and untrue, and our lawyers want us to make sure <laughs> that you know. I mean, even that that massive like Star Wars, um, you know, disclaimer yeah. that was on his OAN special. Like that was hilarious. It really was. It really was, and I. I think what I like most about it is obviously everything he said was, I think aside from his name and the date, everything else was a lie. Um, and I'm, I'm and actually that's, by the way, <laughs> the, the, the dominion suits, um, yeah. the, the, uh, the civil suits that will probably come from the, the mm-hmm. officers who were killed or injured. Like uh, there's, there's an enormous tsunami of, of legal action that is yes. going to bear down on these people over the next one to three years. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that is actually going to be, I mean, honestly, the judiciary has been our, our most, uh, effective bulwark against the extremism mm-hmm. Trump came in, I mean, all the way from the Muslim ban to yeah. the, to the challenges to the, to the election. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that especially the civil suits, cause you don't even have to, you just have to prove yeah. harm, which is yes. low bar. I mean, that's how they got OJ, right? Like remarkably the, easy. Yeah. The families, uh, the families <laughs> got some enormous settlement out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. So <clears throat> I think that, I mean, I think there's, I think there's a, uh, there is probably a number of AGs, um, and, uh, state AGs and, um, and a number of people in the DOJ, who are talking about their options and sort of staggering, right? They've got impeachment at first, and then there's probably some uh, some criminal suits, and oh, then yeah. probably some like you know, actually probably FEC violations first because that's be, that's been investigated and they're sort yes. of ready to go with that. Um, I think you know uh, Tish James in New York has got several cases ready to several. go. I mean, um, and then, and even Georgia, I think, probably yeah, exactly. the case, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, and then and then the civil suits are coming. I think there's just going to be like wave after wave after wave of this shit until until they're ground into dust. 
And, and I think to your point, Seb, it's not only the civil suits, it's the lack of support. Like clearly yeah. they could weather these civil suits if they were still getting money from corporate tax right. or That's still right. getting like, you know, it's 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 kind of like you're burning through water and your well is running dry. And that, That's that right. clearly leads to, um, I think, what, what we're going to end up seeing. But yeah, you're right. It is the tsunami of the, you know, the criminal and civil actions uh, or assuming the tsunami of the criminal actions and the financial tsunami of the civil actions yeah. that that does this. I mean, even um, there was a, a former MMA wrestler, uh, Gina Carano. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and canceled. Cancel. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. I'm like, you mean she says, <laughs> you know, I put in, uh, you know, I, I, I put out uh, to a couple of people work. I'm like, um, I wouldn't call it cancel. I say she made she made a choice to say something, and then Lucasfilm made a choice as a private yeah. company not to work with her anymore. Yeah. And I said, but at the end of the day, if I said Gina Carano is stupid, and, and you can clearly tell who doesn't have a best friend. Like, because if you would say, hey, Seb, I'm thinking about putting this tweet out here about comparing Republicans to Jews. Do you think that's a good idea? And you would have said, hey, Darius, I think you should pause on that, maybe sleep on it, and maybe decide when you wake up if that's something you really want to do. Wow, I'm such a you? diplomatic coach, right? <laughs> you are. You're fantastic. Thank You're you. You're fantastic. Um, but clearly she doesn't either, she doesn't have that in her life or she's in such a bubble that all the people in her circle are, yeah. aren't in a place to tell have, her that. Have you met MMA fighters and enthusiasts? I have not. I have not. Um, hard overlap with the MAGA crowd for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, Joe Rogan is sort of the, the epicenter between the two. Right? Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about the point of the Venn diagram where stuff intersects, but like, yeah, you know, so yeah, I, I I think the the point I was going to follow up or just, you know, kind of close it out was, you know, she, I think she forgot. Um, I think she forgot a lot. Um, but the, 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 the what's the first rule in Hollywood, Sebastian? I'll tell you, don't fuck with Disney's money. Yeah, that's like that's a good one. <laughs> like of all the things you want to do in Hollywood, like that's the that's the <laughs> like, listen. Um, get consent for everything you do and don't fuck with Disney's money because yeah. they have a, they have a team of lawyers that do nothing but look for opportunistic suits and you're going to exactly. give them this. Yeah. They're bored. Yeah. I mean, and they, and, and, and they own 60% of the IP in the world. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, pretty much Viacom and you know, all of the other media, yeah, Lego Muppets, Star yeah. Wars, Marvel. Like, I mean, there is, I think it's actually easier to start listing the things that they don't, I mean, the things that they don't own, right? Because if you look at billion dollar franchises, I think I was reading like somewhere they own or influence like seven out of the top 10 franchises going right. on. Like it's just, right. I mean, and to, to your point, owning Star Wars and the intellectual property for that in and of itself is enough. But no, but wait, there's more. We own ABC. We own ESPN. Yeah. We own every. We own everything from Disney. We own these theme parks. Um, you know, the, we own. We owned a little bit of Hulu. I mean, just yeah. Don't forget the cruise line. You don't forget. The, <laughs> by the way, the family and I went on a Disney cruise a couple of years ago. Fucking fantastic! Was Disney it? can have. A, oh my goodness! Like if there's was that the thing, marketing tagline? It might be. Yeah, Disney Cruise <laughs> is fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> It's very on brand. <laughs> Listen, just speak truth to the people, man. <laughs> the people want to hear it. it was, and it was, and I, and I tell you this, it was great because they embodied what I like to call cross utilization. Like all the stuff they learned about moving people and logistics from running theme parks, you saw it clearly on the ship. 
Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was a clean boarding process. It was, you know, they they had ideas of how to move people around the ship. Um, it was it was just very clear that they were leveraging a lot of stuff. And right. it was also right. a great time. Like I think at the see, when was it out? So we got to see, and they just do stuff like all that cross branding. So we were on the ship and we got to see Age of Ultron like a week after it was in theaters. Nice. Right. Because it was showing in the Disney movie theater, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, oh, they didn't. They didn't franchise out the movie theater on their own. But, but you know, at some point in time, you're just making money hand over fist, you know. And I think this is the one thing I would argue about republics. Like you're, you, you were in control. Like there was a point in time when you had it, and you know, you decided to kill the golden goose to to get the golden egg inside, right? It's just like you just took it a bit too far. And I think that's, I think that's what maybe the the lesson here is right it's kind of mm. like that icarus moment like you 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 flew too close to the sun <laughs> and it was <laughs> i know greek mythology thank you so much and you chose this like no one forced you to fly close to the sun like no one forced you to try and overturn obamacare what 57 times right <laughs> you know <laughs> no one did that but you know you took it upon yourself to try and make that happen like no one told you to put unqualified administrators in cabinet posts you know, and I think maybe that's the legacy of what we'll see from the Trump administration is yeah. that people who know how to work the levers of government are pretty good about keeping some of those levers active that's and making right. them immune from that's executive right. action. And we're just seeing clearly that, you know, those idiots in the room had no idea how it worked. Um, because if you, I mean, if you Thank know anything goodness. about, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> it's you know? the childproof cap of America. Oh, it's it very really complicated. <laughs> So wait a minute, if we'd have done this more than 120 days before the election, like these people would not be able to be fired. Um, but again, that kind of goes to kind of what you and I were saying, this whole idea of when you think you're going to win, you don't do things as if you think right. you might lose. Right. Well, and and they're just, I mean, there isn't there aren't two strategic thinkers among the whole bunch of them. Did, did you read, by the way, the mm. um I just remembered the Axios account of the craziest meeting that ever happened in the Trump White House? <sighs> I hadn't, but please, it's fantastic. Is it, so, is, so can you get so you give our listener a uh, a synopsis? Uh, yes, in brief, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. It's. I think it was the weekend before. You'll remember it actually. So, uh, Sidney Powell and uh, um, Linwood, and Linwood, and uh-huh. uh, and some donor guy who nobody knew. Um, I can't remember his name now, but um, not my pillow guy mm-hmm. um, show up at the white house without any of the aides knowing that the meeting is happening. Um, and, and a couple of people who actually, I mean, from the account sounded like they were more competent than, um, than, than I would have suspected probably was like the last comment. And it wasn't a name I'd ever heard. So it was like somebody who clearly was keeping their head down. Mm-hmm. Um, smart move. Number one, when you're part of the Trump administration, yeah. Do not become a named individual on the news. What is this four year gap in your resume? I just yeah. took a little time off. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to find anyway, myself. So they go into the office and hear, um, essentially them saying like, uh, you know, uh, declare martial law, insurrection act, uh, you know, a coup. They, they're saying they're openly advocating for him mm. to have a coup, to stage a coup while he still has presidential power. Um, and his advisors start going like, uh, there's probably a bunch of reasons why you shouldn't be doing that. And he's sort of 
like entertaining the idea and mm. it went mm-hmm. on for like i think mark meadows showed up it was there was a screaming match they were swearing at each other um trump was enjoying it of course because yes like it went on for like six hours like <laughs> depending on who you talk to some people were there saying yeah i got we were pretty close to him saying let's do it basically well i think tom tomorrow in one of his cartoons talks about well thank god that didn't happen yes because since it didn't happen this time it can never happen again yeah exactly right the idea of but you know i I think i think trump has reached what i like to call ozzy osborne slash florida (laughs) status Right. Where any story I hear about him, I'm inclined to believe could yep. be true. Yeah. Really? You, you said he had, you know, it's he, the he opposite the of Occam's razor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you say he bit the head off of a live bat on stage. Normally, I'd say probably not. Right. But now I want to see video of the whole concert. <laughs> yeah. He didn't actually bite. It's the, the opposite of, of Occam's razor. You just you slice off the things that an intelligent or reasonable person would do, and anything yes. else that's left yes. is possible yes. and plausible. Yes, <laughs> and that's and and I think going back to what I mentioned earlier, like that is a a tremendous cause of stress and anxiety, um, and trauma, right? Where you where you can't ignore, like, okay, so we can no longer say, well, the president would never authorize putting kids in cages. Like we can't say that anymore because now a no. president has done it, yeah. and now we and now we have to deal with the idea. Now that's something else we have to ask all of our incoming presidents. Like I think the idea of what we need to ask our incoming presidents has just expanded <laughs> tremendously, <laughs> <laughs> simply because of what happened between two thousand seventeen yeah, 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 yeah. and twenty twenty one. Well, like, I mean, we've said this before, but there needs oh. to be uh, a, a really thorough uh, examination of of how many of the the checks on unbridled power were just norms and gentlemen yeah. agreements. Because yeah. <laughs> because uh, that almost, was a bad idea. Almost all of them. Yeah, I know. Almost all of them, right? And so. I and remember I think, those early days when we were going like, he can't do that. He did it. Well, there's going to be consequence. There's no consequences. Well, he can't do, hmm. he did it <laughs> over and over and over again. Again. Like, again. Right. And, and I mean, we, we, we were joking about it earlier, but it really was Lucy's football. Like you're, you're over here complaining about what he shouldn't be doing. Meanwhile, he's over here doing it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that the system and I'm talking about the non-judicial aspect of this. And actually, I'd say even the judicial system, right? Because yeah. the judicial system, I think, is built on, you know, um, a, this concept of evidence and proof and trials and Weird. appeals. I know, right? And, and you know, the key word for all of that is time, right? You know, so right. I think when you talked earlier about McConnell running out the football, sorry, running out the clock, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a similar thing on the Trump. Like, you know, I think, you know, they're still debating on whether, you know, the, the house has access to tax records, right? Like he, he didn't manage, I think for a right. lot of it to, right. to run out the clock. I mean, yeah, he did. And, and, you know, yeah. I think when I think Painfully back on the Trump, slow process yes. in many cases. So uh, someone was asking me the other day, what I think the, the biggest, you know, run out the clock aspect was on the Trump's thing. I was like, well, I don't know if it counts as running out the clock. I said, but if we think back to had Don McGahn been forced to testify, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that could have been the make or break moment out of the Mueller report, because I think that would have given Republicans at the time who, because I mean, let's just face it, Trump has only solidified his his hold on the party totally. since the first impeachment, right? And I yeah. think that would have been 
I think that would have been not necessarily profiles in courage, but maybe profiles in pragmatism. I think Dom again and actually it's similar to being perspective would have definitely triggered different reactions. Now, I'm not sure we would have had a different result, um, but I definitely think we would have had different reactions going right. through. Right. It's, yeah. Well, um, uh, I wanted to touch yeah. briefly on the scariest moments of all the footage that we've seen over the last two okay. days. Um, okay. there's, a, there's a shot of Pence being hustled out of the mm. Capitol. And mm -hmm. one of the people who is in that little entourage is carrying a large satchel. The VP has an, uh, a nuclear football that was probably in the building when, when the mom stormed the Capitol. Say that part again. What? Yeah. The VP has a nuclear football, right? There's three nuclear footballs, okay. president, VP, and a third one, which I think floats. I can't remember what the, the rules are for where it is. It's, you know, it's redundant. Oh, in terms of chain of command. I did. So, okay. I was. I don't think that it's, I don't think the third one resides with whoever's the third and like the, I guess okay. it's the speaker, right? Yeah. Nancy Pelosi doesn't have a football. I think it's, it's like in a secure location. It's like a backup basically. Yeah, it can't right? be accessed if the That's first right. two are down. Type of That's thing. right. And, and okay. the VP has one so that if something happened to the president and the football was, was damaged or destroyed or irretrievable, then, then there's an immediate back. There's an immediate backup, yeah. right? So yeah, it, it wow. I mean, it's, it's not confirmed, but it is a large satchel that a, one of the people who's, you know, getting hustled, they're all hustling out of the Capitol building. It sure looks like what that is. <laughs> just, like the mind boggles when you think about how bad it could have been. Oh, and the footage of, of Romney being turned around by. Yes, good, by the guard. Yeah. Same guy. Like, yes, he, I, I, did, so I did see that. Saved like pretty much everybody in the building, apparently. So let me ask you this question, Seb. If, because uh, I think his name is Goodwin, if I remember correctly, the guard. Um, Goodman. Yeah. Eugene good, Goodman. Yeah. Would it, would good it man. Been, <laughs> yeah, right. Mother, mother and father apparently married well. Um, what hypothesize about what happens if the mob would have caught a Republican? Well, yeah, it depends on which one, right? Okay. I mean, some were seen as friendlies, others were not. Mitt Romney probably not seen as a friendly, right? He voted to impeach the first time around. This is true, but but and, and I'm so I think you know when we think about that. So let's assume that Romney was the one who was caught and you know either beaten up or hurt or injured or God forbid even killed. <sighs> oh, I see. You're saying like what? What would the repercussions? Yeah. What, what, what do you think that would have changed it? Because I I one hopes. Yeah, one hopes. <laughs> One hopes. But I mean, you know, that somebody said today on Twitter, um, uh, Republicans don't side with the victim even when they're the victims themselves. <laughs> that's some that's some really interesting shit right there. Yeah, that's pretty weird, huh? Uh huh. Well, it's good. I mean, <laughs> no lies detected. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I guess the idea is when you have unmitigated power, the assumption is that you'll be able to get yourself out of victim status soon, right? So. Yeah. The the way, the way well I think the Republicans thing is the way to get out of victim status is not to heal um, but to get power and punish the other person. That's right. <laughs> well, and and if I mean um, a lot of what they're doing is claiming victim status as a yes. trick to yes. to you know get sympathy or back off pressure or whatever so that they can slip the knife in between her wrists. Yes. So they don't yes. think that they don't think that victimhood is a real thing. They just think it's a strategy to it, get it, what you want. It is a tool. Victimhood yeah. is a tool.
Yeah. Mm, I don't think I should hug you because I haven't recovered from the last knife wound. Well, no, <laughs> I swear this time, I, you know. You don't want to hug me. That's terrible. I, I, I was allowed hurt. to believe that I should stab you last time. That's the only reason I did it. <laughs> this time I brought a gun. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, you know, well, scissors aren't exactly a knife. You didn't specify. That's I right. said I didn't have a knife. I didn't say I didn't have something sharp. Oh, implement. sure. All the sharp implements are off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, in that case, you're right. I don't want to hug you now. <laughs> if, you, if you don't trust me, <laughs> that's right. But that's I mean, but that's the Republican mm. strategy. Well, if you don't trust me, I don't know how we're going to build any. Unity. That's right. Like, do, do you understand why I don't trust you? <laughs> yeah. Can we just can address? We talk, can we? Yeah. Can we talk about that piece? Uh, um, you act as if this tr- this lack of trust sprang <laughs> from from nowhere. But again, that goes to what I was saying earlier. Right? Republicans just have no connection between what was because what was yeah. is what happened yeah um you know what is is yet to be determined but that's right. the future right like that's uh, uh, you know republicans always sell you know hope as opposed to present um yeah and i was telling yeah. somebody well, and, that, and, and and i would say more delusion than hope like, yes oh, well, you know, we, oh, of course well, you don't want wealth tax because you'll be you might be wealthy one day. what happens when you make a billion dollars right <laughs> Listen, all we need to make these tax cuts neutral is to have the GDP grow at 4%. That's right. Something that's never done ever. But that, I mean, are, do you, do you doubt America? Off, is that what you're saying? You doubt America's ability? We're going to have to take your salary down a little bit. <laughs> I, I, um, I told a buddy of mine that, you know, Republicans are very, very good at marketing because their principles suck. Yeah. And I yeah, think yeah. Democrats are very good at or sorry, very bad at marketing because yes. they think the, the their principles are the their policies are enough. Right. Um. I mean, even the idea. So of, naive. It, it really is. I mean, like so. So I'm talking about this, and it kind of comes to me because my dad and I were talking about the stimulus checks. Um. He's like, you know, the 1400. He's like, you know, kind of what are your thoughts on? I was like, well, dad, you know, I think it's bad optics to give 1400. I said, I think he should stick to what he promised, which is 2000. And, you know, calling the $600 from Trump a down payment, I guarantee you, Trump is not going to talk about he's how, gonna, hey, listen, you got yeah, $2,000 between right. me and Biden. Yeah, he's not He's not going <laughs> on this. Yeah, exactly, right? And so I, I said, you know, and listen, this is what 51 Senators is all about. Um, you know, my hope is that they just actually end up going big because what you don't want to be is in an election cycle in 2022 where the Republicans are able to put up two graphs and say, see, Joe Biden gave you less money than Trump. Right, right. Um, well, so here's, okay, to to to, to wrap up. Yes. yes what yes, do you yes. think the next week is going to hold? We, we'll talk again next week. What do you we think will, will have transpired? Um, so I think there will be budget reconciliation to mm-hmm. include um, a $15 minimum wage mm-hmm. in the bill. Um, and I think that, kind of going with what we talked about earlier, I think that national Republicans, sorry, national Democrats, especially the progressives, um, understand that there's a two-year window. I mean, it's a four-year presidency, but it's a two-year guarantee window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think there's enough understanding because there are so many Obama veterans in the White House now yeah. who remember mm-hmm. what it was like trying to negotiate with them, with uh, Republicans in 2008 mm-hmm. to 2010. And they are... <laughs> I think the general sense You're not is signing like, up for it this time. Yes, you will have to miss me with all of that bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And so I think what you're going to see is rapid action on 
I think that's what you're going to see. I think you're going to see the after the trial, which is maybe the only reason not to call witnesses. Um, right. Is, is I think just in a it won't make a difference. So why it won't make a difference, and why do it? And I think you know the focus is going to be on just really bringing in. Um, I think it's really going to. I think that's what you're going to see. What, yeah. what do you see the next week? Well, I was going to say. I mean, um, I agree with you about the reconciliation um, bill for the budget. I agree with you on minimum wage. Um, mm -hmm. I think that that the 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 Republican uh, votes to acquit. Um, are going to be used to start rallying support for um, killing the the um, uh, filibuster and mm. going for a straight majority in the Senate. Mm. It, it'll be it'll be the proof that, yes. there, that you know that there is no there's no earnestness there. There's no trustworthiness there. There's no you know there is no unity. This isn't this isn't Biden uh, working against unity. This is protecting against a, a hostile force in the House. Right. I mean, yeah. And I think I think that the enemy is here and it's real. Right. Yeah. 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 So I think that I mean, I don't know how how they're going to maneuver, but I think they're they're I think they're starting the they have been doing the work behind the scenes already. So yeah. I think that um, you know, Operation Kill the Filibuster gets launched after the after the acquittal. Well, you know what? We shall see, Seth. <laughs> we shall. I, I think there's probably more correctness in our predictions. Um, after we after we got the uh, insurrection wrong, clearly we can never be that wrong again. <laughs> Don't remind people. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, we put the everything internet, on Spotify. Nothing stays. Yeah, exactly. All of our past. We should scrub our past uh, podcasts. That's right. No, we never said that. That's right. We can just <laughs> go back and dub over. There will be an insurrection. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when you're when those calls come up. We are calling you about your car warranty. Um, please do not hang up the phone as a <laughs> licensed representative. We'll be there to talk to you soon. <laughs> oh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Um, well, I, I keep forgetting. We keep saying we're going to have a wrap up routine. What's our wrap up routine other than just you know? Oh, um, yeah. I I I don't know. <laughs> we're not right. good at that we suck. structure. <laughs> and by the way, oh, we, the were, we were saying that we were going to end with like, what should we call the episode? Oh, okay. Um, um, Which we have done a number of times. We have done a number. So let's see. Um, <laughs> okay. I was allowed to believe this podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I like that. I was allowed to believe this podcast. Um, I was thinking maybe like impeach me once, shame on you, impeach me twice, shame on me. Um, I, I know that's a little, we, you know, can, like the, we use the Bush, uh, uh, variation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once, shame on you, impeach me twice, yes. shame won't be shamed again. <laughs> that was so classic. Thank God. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm 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 good with that. I was allowed to believe this podcast. I think that's I think I. Yeah, I mean it, it. It made the most surreal moment of the week. So I think it did. It did. We should reward that. We should. <laughs> we should. The only time we'll ever reward MTG.